0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Paul the Apostle had been answering some doctrinal questions that had been asked from the church there in Corinth. He is dealing right now with the question concerning the resurrection of the human body and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who preceded us. Now, when it comes to the resurrection of the human body, Paul had already addressed the fact that basically these bodies, well, they're just made out of the same stuff that dirt is made out of. If you recall the last time we were together, we mentioned that the body is made up of 28 base and trace elements, the same as dirt. Now, we all know that we all have limitations. These bodies are limited and they are temporal. Those who have physical and mental and emotional handicaps, I think they're probably especially aware of our limitations. I mean, there may be those who are blind, but they can still see a new way to live. Some may be deaf, but they can hear God's good news. Some may be lame, but they can still walk in God's love. In addition, they have the encouragement that those handicaps they're only temporary. So as we age and become uh, slower and more decrepit, we need to be reminded that soon we will get new bodies that no longer have any of those shortcomings. Verse 49 of chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, we begin with Paul, as we say, in the middle of dealing with this issue, saying, As we have borne the image of those made of dust, let's also bear the image of... Of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood can't inherit God's kingdom. Neither does the perishable inherit imperishable. Again, on this earth, gang, we are all men and women. We are all mere humans. We bear that same image of Adam, the first man. When we are resurrected, we'll bear the image of the heavenly man. We'll bear the likeness of Christ. Our present bodies, they're not going to be suited for the heavenly realm. The ones we have now, we know will get sick, break down, and, well, they're finally going to quit one of these days. However, our new bodies, they're never going to get sick, and they will never die. Revelations 21.4 tells us, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death will be no more, neither will there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The first things have passed away. Verse 51 of the text says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must become imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable body we have becomes imperishable and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Quote, death is swallowed up in victory. End quote. Death, where is your sting? Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death, verse 56, is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. For the believer, death is simply the shedding of the old body and taking on the new. There is no doubt that Satan, not wanting us to experience and certainly not relish in such a great spiritual concept, He has worked overtime to build up what is an incredible fear associated with death. 1 Thessalonians 4.16 says, For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with God's trumpet, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Not all of us are going to die. Some of us will actually be alive when Christ returns. So whether we pass from this earthly life to the spiritual with or without the element of death, we all are going to receive new bodies. Try to imagine that unthinkable. All of our brothers and sisters in Christ from all of time being resurrected around us at the same moment. It's not science fiction. It's a scriptural fact. In a moment, it says, quote unquote. And that speaks of the smallest of time measurements. is where we get the term twinkling of an eye. In a twinkling of an eye, we all will be changed. Now that can only be in reference to the rapture of the church. As children of God with knowledge of scripture and now an understanding of this mystery as we've gone through it over the past few days, our attitude concerning our brethren who have gone on ahead of us uh, into death should be one of joy, not a sadness. We may be saddened by their absence, but according to this and other passages, they're not sad. They have put on incorruption. They are living in eternity. Death is swallowed up in victory. Isaiah 25.8 says, He has swallowed up death forever. The Lord Yahweh will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will take the reproach of His people away from off all the earth, for Yahweh has spoken. All of histories of parent satanic victories, you know, the stuff like the Garden of Eden and the Cross of Christ, etc., they all have been overthrown by one deity-infused act, and that is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, or because of all of this, we are now called to, and moreover, empowered for a life that is steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So let me ask you today, does that describe your life? Abounding in the Lord's work. This is to describe our life in Christ. F.W. Robertson once said, in God's world, for those who are earnest, there is no failure. No work truly done, no word earnestly spoken, no sacrifice freely made was ever made in vain. The fear of death, that comes from the presence of sin. Unconfessed and thus unforgiven sin possesses the souls of men, and it naturally spawns a fear of death, and therefore subsequent judgment. And this is true whether men will admit it in the light of day or not. For in the quiet of night, alone in their beds, they are controlled by that fear. The fear of death motivates their every earthly action. However, if we know our sins are forgiven, then we can face whatever comes even death, without fear. The law, it was made for the unredeemed. It expresses the holy standard of God by which without washing of the spirit we will be judged and we will thus be found guilty. The reborn, we are exempted from the law though, because Jesus did not abolish it, but he fulfilled it. Jesus Christ gives us the victory.